Welcome to Entrepreneurial Minds. I'm Valerie Donahue, and on this podcast, we'll travel around the world to learn everything that we can about individuals who choose to create businesses from scratch. We'll dive into what drives them, what stops them, and what inspires them in order to identify. Are there common factors that unite us as entrepreneurs across continents? Here's your next episode. David Samudio, welcome to Entrepreneurial Minds. We're excited to learn about you and your startup, Hola Iguana. You're an e-commerce platform that just launched in March. That's so exciting. Can you tell me how have the last few months been for you? Okay, so it's it's been interesting because these past few months, I've been the only... Okay, so let me tell you a little bit of context of the product I launched in March. So you know all these uh, scratch maps of the world, of the US, of Europe, of France, of, of UK, whatever? Yeah. I just launched the first uh, Panama scratch map. So in March, it was made available to everyone in Panama. Uh, we do national shipping. It's actually quite of a process to figure out to do that because it's not a country that actually has shipping structure. Mm. Uh, so it's been it's been interesting all the all the growth that it has had. It has been definitely waves of growth. Like there's seasons where people really have no interest in buying or not interested at all in buying. And then or maybe they just add it to their wish list and wait for it and then a lot of orders come in and so it's it's been messy, especially because there's no organization in Panama to do e-commerce for do for the delivery part. So it's that's very tricky. Wait, so what do you mean? What do you mean that there's no structure? <laughs> so let's say you want to send a letter to someone in Panama. Mm. Normally you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather not just, just rather text or do something like that. We kind of skipped that mail part. It's very few people that have mail and in practice it's not useful for e-commerce. So in the cities, what I've found a lot is that what you have to do is actually deliver to their offices, mm -hmm. like where people work. Or if they don't feel safe telling you where they work or their home address, they might want to meet you like in a grocery store. So you'd have to meet them there to deliver something. Or if they're not comfortable or if they live too far away, where like ship, there's, there's two areas in Panama where shipping costs are just like unaffordable uh -huh. these people travel to the city and come to like meet you in a different place like in a, in a central location to, so like you deliver something to them and and then there's the other provinces that they're the ones that actually should be kind of behind but in reality are the ones that are more advanced in kind of e-commerce or like mailing stuff because they have to get stuff from the city So they actually have kind of an infrastructure to receive to a central location. So like to an office that gets packages and everything, that's where they get it. So, and, and there's no like, like you can't just drop something off somewhere. Uh -huh. It's like you have to make like a whole logistics arrangements to like make sure that the person is receiving it. Like whenever, like we agreed that you'd receive it, we're on our diapers Ooh. when it comes to e-commerce. That sounds like a potential other uh, startup idea <laughs> yeah. to, solve it, to solve this other problem. Actually, can you tell me Ola Iguana, where did that name come from? 
Okay, so I'm from, a, my family is from a province called Los Santos. In Los Santos, there's a tiny little island that's very touristy, it's, it's a natural reserve. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Isla Iguana. So I thought of doing it, so like my mom has always been like, oh, like our last name, because that's where my mom's side of the family is from. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, our last name is like, it's, it's gonna die with your cousin because you're not, you don't have my last name. And I was like, and her, her business is called Hostal uh, Mi Castillo, so she's kind of like trying to honor that last name and then and I'm like, okay, so how can I kind of honor that area, region where my family's from? So that's where the Iguana comes in, like Ole Iguana is, it's, it's a kind of a tribute to that island that's really close to where my family's from. So you also mentioned that your mom is an entrepreneur. I'm always curious where, uh, you know, there's a line of entrepreneurs in the family. Uh, tell me how that affected, do you feel like that affected you becoming an entrepreneur and wanting to launch your own business? So she has, so going even further back, before I even was born, she was doing a lot of like different businesses, like selling stuff here and there. And then the moment I was born, she stopped like doing all sort of businesses. She focused on like having a steady income flow. And now that she retired and uh, I'm living on my own, she started doing businesses again. So she started this hostel in Los Santos. And now she, she now I see like her like organizing all events over there and like having, like doing parties with her friends. Like when I was growing up, I never saw that version of my mom. So, so like those are things that I see myself, but I never knew like I got her, got them from her and she's also uh, been always like giving me the message like since I was very little like yeah if you want to survive in this country in this world you got to start your own business that's always been like an underlying theme like a hidden message that's been always passed along so has been like be an engineer and solve that type of problems mm -hmm. which I'm not doing right now but she's like and she was also a photographer so I always said that I was not going to do cartography. Technically, I'm not, but now I'm doing maps. Oh. So that's kind of funny how it ended up. Wow. So you, so you guys are, you know, so, so you launched your, your businesses kind of side by side at the same time. Uh, are you... Um, are you swapping ideas like like this that like is there some kind of symbiosis between uh, between what you guys are doing yeah there's definitely some sort of symbiosis um so like she uh promotes my product in her hostel so like i've had sales occurring over there and it's also like the logistics center for like that region of panama so like every time there's a purchase that there's a guy that's like Oh, so I don't want to pay the shipping costs from Panama to to Los Santos. I'm like, maybe you want to pick it up at the hostel, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that because it's way cheaper for them to like just go pick it up over there. So and uh, like I manage her her Booking.com listing, so like I do everything that's digital for her because she kind of slow on that part, but she does all the management. She has awesome reviews. She has like 8.8 .8 or. 9.1 something wow. stars on booking she's 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 awesome 
Wow, that's amazing. Um, you said something that, that's really interesting for me. You said that um, when you when you were growing up, your mom was sending the message that if you like if you want to do well or if you want to how you said it survive, you have to start your own business. And I find that concept actually really interesting and and perhaps maybe unique to this part of the world or I haven't like kind of ventured out further than Latin America but I'm wondering why that is because in my mind the way that it's structured is like the 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 easy not the easiest way to make a living but if you get a job and you're employed by someone then you're getting like you're like your mom when you were growing up you're getting a stable paycheck and to start a business so like a large percentage of business fail Um, and so to me, it's, it, it feels like a flipped uh, way of thinking. And then do you think that's particular to Panama, to this part of the world? And I think it's, it's the way you, like you said that, that, that that's kind of the original version. I think that lives also in Panama. Like we have a lot of that here too. Like become a doctor, become an engineer, become one that's very big in Panama is work for the Panama Canal. Hmm. which is where she worked and like she's always been like yeah you should consider like working there but not like pushing me as much as she she was like you know if you want to survive because in panama and in latin america in general like wages are below the ground like it's it's not enough to like actually survive or stay afloat so the only way the only people that have actually risen above ground or like actually made a living are the ones that were made, have had like a really nice standard of living are the ones that have their own businesses and like having my grandfather was kind of an entrepreneur he didn't consider himself one mm. he used to raise cattle and sell it so like they they didn't have that consistent paycheck coming in so But, but he wasn't really super ambitious or super successful or, or anything. His, his brother was. So maybe she grew up seeing something here. But I, I don't know where that came for her. But that's, that's more or less what I've seen here. So I know that you're bootstrapping your company. What does that look like for you? So I'm bootstrapping. But at the same time, I have an income from the job that I have. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much cutting down on all my other expenses so like i live off of like groceries from the supermarket i barely go out and then every extra dollar i have i go and put it on for more products for for more inventory more ads more anything well like legal costs that have been way too high for what i expected them to be but yeah that's, that's pretty much how i've been bootstrapping What does the uh, landscape look like for entrepreneurs if they want to get funding or if they want to get a loan? Is that is that an option? So the way I've been personally financing is uh, I've used my credit card as well. Mm -hmm. So like I can get a credit card as a person, like as, a, as an employee, not as an entrepreneur or as a business owner. So there's that. It's, it's kind of hard. Uh, banks, actually, I work with a lot of banks for the consulting company I work with. So I know a little bit of the rules, like what their perception is. And they, they look for companies that have at least five years in the market and at least five employees. So like if you have remote workers distributed all over the place and it's just you in Panama, 
they don't really see that as a successful and healthy business, even though you're paying wages all over the all over the area. And so that's there's that. And then I also had a previous startup, and we actually got investment from a Colombian fund in my previous venture. Getting that type of capital in Panama is really hard. Like I don't think I, we would have been able to raise capital from Panamanians because it's just because the startup ecosystem in Panama is not ready for that kind of investments. Uh, first, you need some big success story before people have that fear of missing out. Like, oh my God, like we need like a Panamanian Facebook or something. Maybe not not making it to the unicorn status, but good enough that it makes it to like 100 million status to a $100 million club, then they'll be like, oh my God, maybe we could have gotten in and could have gotten that. And then then they might start investing in Panamanian startups. The amount of startups that exist in Panama is also very low. So like the ecosystem is very scattered around. So like risk capital, it's still hard to get, but it's it's available in Colombia and in other parts of Latin America. But you have to network wisely in order to get it. Okay, speaking of, of networking and other tools and organizations that are available to entrepreneurs, are there any organizations, what kind of tools do you use um, throughout the country to connect with uh, other entrepreneurs and what's been helpful? So maybe four years ago, I used to go to a lot of entrepreneurship events. So like I even uh, was a volunteer for one called Fuck Up Nights. Okay. <laughs> uh, so people come and like tell their fuck up stories. Okay. Oh, this is where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. I shouldn't have done this. Like they tell what they shouldn't have done oh, and what they learned from that. And there's, uh, there's a bunch of events that have been happening. Some have been thriving. Some have been dying off. Uh, it was first Tuesday back in the day. Uh, right now, I'm doing most of my networking via WhatsApp. And that I did not expect. I did not expect. And I've been going to webinars as well and doing networking on webinars for people that live in Panama, which is a huge cultural shift because the, the, like the cultural norm here in Panama is that since everything is so close, let's just get together. But traffic is so bad that mm -hmm. it actually makes it bigger. Like distances get larger because they are not measured at an actual distance. They're measured in time to get from one place to another. So since everything is so spread apart, let's just hang out virtually. And that's been happening. And I've been m meeting people like, like I'm part of the crypto community here in Panama that does everything Bitcoin related. I'm part of the startup community. like, And they hang out mostly in WhatsApp and like they are daily nonstop having conversations And I think this is really helpful for the ecosystem because it's, it, it increases the speed of information of information flow. Mm -hmm. So that's going faster than it was four years ago, at least. So I'm really happy for that. So tell me more about uh, networking on WhatsApp. These are groups and how do you find them? So like you basically get to know someone that's part of these groups. Oh. So like, for example, me, I'm, I'm very like open to inviting people. Like as soon as I hear someone's like, interested in some sort of topic that I'm also part of a group of, I suggest them like, hey, maybe you're interested in joining this good startup group. And then the, like, there's always a lot of people joining and leaving every day. So like there's inflow and outflow of people like because there's a lot of messages. So like, you know, and also in Olaywana, I have WhatsApp groups 
to like organize trips and stuff like that. So that that's how I kind of get to know new places because they're always organizing trips that I have never heard of. Wow, that that sounds actually that sounds like a lot of fun, and 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 that sounds like a great opportunity to exchange ideas and, and and to meet people because you have limited amount of time also, right? It's not just the distance from getting or the time getting from one place to another, but it's out of a room of people. What are the chances that you know you're going to meet like that like-minded person across the room? Like you would have to really. Yeah. You know, um, uh, connect. So I think that that's really interesting. So you look like someone who is just looking really relaxed for um, for just launching a startup. Tell me, you know, do you have any secrets for dealing with stress and you know of 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 just launching? So, first of all, I have one of my oldest friends. I've known him since I was probably six. He was my college roommate as well. So we grew up in Panama together. We went to college together. We don't see each other as often, but he told me the first time that he saw me like pissed off. Wow, I just realized this is the first time I see you like like mad at someone or something or whatever. Uh-huh. So naturally, it's really hard to stress me. So first, first there's that. And then the other thing is that I do my best to meditate daily. So I have this breathwork uh, technique that I learned that I do daily and it really helps me energize me and clear my mind of like different thoughts that like maybe overthinking something and like just gets my mind super sharp and like, ah, oh, maybe this is what I need to do. Okay, I'm gonna start doing it instead of procrastinating. Like I can totally feel a difference whenever I do this uh, meditation that whenever I, I don't do it, like my, I, I just get more done on a day than, than I do it. So like, that's crucial for me. How long have you been keeping up with it? So maybe like two years more or less. And how consistent are you? So good weeks are, I do it five times a week. Bad weeks are, I do it once. So it's been oscillating like that all this time. So on the weeks, in terms of, maybe let's talk about building habit, in terms of the weeks where you only do it once, it's not like it's enough time to lose a habit, but that's like, you know, that's six days where, you know, it's easy to then the following week again, you know, to kind of, to fall off. How do you get yourself back after you have a week where you've only meditated once? I think it's it's just a matter of like taking the decision of like doing it. Because in the end, it's you can you can take a lot of time trying to feel better, trying to like pump yourself up, or like. But in the end, it's just mentally deciding that you wanna get out of that that kind of lethargic state that you're not being consistent, and it's it's a decision of like a fraction of a second. So tell me, are you looking to launch new products anytime soon? Yeah, so in the roadmap for the next uh, couple months uh, is to launch uh, greeting cards. Uh, so like the entire value chain ecosystem is that, yes, you buy uh, a map, a Panama Scratch map, and uh, you buy it either for yourself or as a gift. Mm. 
and once you buy it as a gift, it's it's logical that you wanna like I've I've had to manually do this myself, like write a note for the person that is gonna receive it as a gift, like hey, Melissa, I love you. So like okay, like I write that with my handwriting and give it as a gift. So like an, an upsell could be settling them greeting cards and if i have the know-how of doing like these greeting cards for the scratch map then i can also do it for like any other situation for example at graduation uh, let's say that uh you want to to congratulate your i don't know your cousin that graduated after failing six times and like <laughs> the card says congratulations for graduating even though you uh, failed six classes <laughs> This uh, money that I'm gifting you is for your beers for celebrating. Something like that. Uh -huh. So that, that's where it's at. And then I also uh, have an experiment in mind because I, I love like keeping in touch with customers, like asking them like how they travel Panama, like getting to know who is actually buying my product. And then they've, they've like I've found some pain when they describe the process of traveling like five hours on a weekend like themselves driving and then having to drive back. So I think there's a place in the market for like only transportation, only like transportation to like a five hour away beach. You figure out on your own how to stay there, how to survive, what to eat, because in the end they're bootstrapping their travels so that they can keep on doing it more. And so they can come, go there and come back. So those are the food and I'm planning on launching that in January because that's when It's like very like the travel season starts here in Panama for the summer. Mm -hmm. We have January, summer for from January to March. So those are the two that are upcoming for the future. Cool. So yeah, that sounds like a lot of uh, different routes that you can go to. What I would also what I want to know is about your team and your manufacturing. How many employees do you have, and uh, and where do you manufacture the maps? Okay, so. Right now I'm the single employee of the company, but I do uh, work with different people from different places. Uh, me and my mom are actually the only ones based in Panama, uh, but I have a design guy that I hired when he lived in Argentina, now he lives in Canada. Uh, I hired another one from Colombia. Uh, there's all, well, there's another one in Panama, a logistics company that helps me bring all the products from China to Panama, and then there's also the manufacturer of the maps in China, uh, who is a bit hard to communicate with. I've been managing okay with uh, learning a little bit of their tools, their preferences to mm -hmm. communicate with. Yeah, tell me more about that. So, at first, uh, like one of the first batches, like the first couple of batches that I made, I used to talk to the CEO of the company. So he was really good at replying emails and everything. Like no matter what communication mechanism, he would always reply really fast. Now his company grew and now he hired someone to deal with me because I'm still making small sized orders compared to like other parts of the world. Uh, so now I, I'm dealing with one of his employees and his employee is not really good at replying email or any, or any other type of communication, but I learned on a travel to China that they use a lot of WeChat. Mm. So I told him, hey, maybe we use WeChat? And he was like, yeah, sure. And now he even texts me at 11 p.m. his time just because I have access like his preferred method of communication. So 
we're we actually managed we actually managed to like get this shipping through uh, because they were not being really responsive at all through other mechanisms. So that's fascinating, right? Like you have to go all the way to China, not even for this purpose, and uh, and, and that's how you discovered that um, that there is a preference. Um, did that teach you anything about um, the kind of questions to ask of uh, of vendors? Yeah, so it's, uh, what, what it really taught me is um, sometimes, and uh, this is like not ideal, but sometimes we kind of view uh, China as a giant factory. And like we have this stereotype that they're just going to be a, like a, even a machine and that they're just gonna like like a genie outside like from a bottle <laughs> and we're gonna make a wish pay them and then they're gonna give us whatever we want like on time and on quality that we expect and in reality they're people as well like if you really treat them uh, according to their ways the way like people treat each other like as human beings they will actually respond way better than like if if you try to like input output approach yeah i, I mean i definitely agree with that and, and that probably goes you know that's probably not region specific right it's just mm -hmm. kind of managing um managing others um and 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 at the end of the day you know everyone mm -hmm. is a person right so like so um so the way that you um approach your teams and the way that you Uh, give out your instructions that really does matter in terms of the output even if uh, even if people are motivated by a paycheck right even if they are motivated by um, by what you're paying them for them to complete a project still at the end of the day um, at least in in my experience I'm finding that the clients that are courteous and the clients that are kind and the and the clients that in our business really care about the assistance um they actually the assistance will go above and beyond right for for all of the clients the assistance will complete the work but um there there becomes such a loyalty and such an allegiance for you know towards the towards the clients that show the um to show the assistance that they care so i'm sure that you know that that definitely does translate to uh to other businesses and to out, other outsources outsourcers as well um So how much of your map have you uh, scratched off already? So, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I haven't scratched it at all. Like I have, uh -huh. it, I have it as a, <laughs> as a demo right now, because I'm always afraid that at some point I'm gonna end up uh, having to use it for some, no. some, like, for some presentation or for like showing it to someone or for like some ad. And, you uh, have to go home and scratch it tonight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. At some point, like, like, I really have to go back home and do it. <laughs> But if, if I have to say, like, I, I, I think I have pretty much visited like 60 or 70 percent of the places that are on the map. And that has something to do with like, because it was like that for design, like for design purposes. Like, for example, the world scratch map, you don't really aspire to go to every country in the world. It's very few people that actually go that route so like the Panama scratch map is more or less the same like there's just um it's like uh 61 places plus like nine additional ones and like 
most people have visited 20 or 30 of those places. Very few have visited like, what, 45? And like only a small amount of people have actually done more than 45 and I've only met one person that has told me like, oh, I bought the map, oh, I visit them all. There's just one person. Ah, a super user. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, David, thank you so much. It was such a, a pleasure getting to know you. Um, you definitely have to go home and, and, and start using your product. You have to send us a photo that you did it so that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that uh, so that we can hold you accountable. Um, we'll d we're definitely, uh, I definitely can speak for myself that um, this conversation definitely piqued my interest in terms of traveling, uh, traveling in general and traveling uh, more in Panama. There is, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. there is a lot to see. Uh, so I thank you very much, and I wish you thank lots you so of luck much. in your uh, in in your um, in the beginning stage in this really exciting beginning stages of the company. Uh, and we look forward to seeing where you are and, uh, and, and how you do with all your new product lines. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entrepreneurial Minds by Chatterboss. Our dedicated and on-demand virtual executive assistant team specializes in supporting entrepreneurs and business owners with pretty much any admin task. Go to chatterboss.com to learn more.